0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Locked on Badgers here. Great show. Today we got a crossover. Kane Rob, Locked On Gophers coming on the show. Uh yes, the Gophers are coming on the show, guys. Uh we're gonna talk it up with the Big Ten West. Who do you think the odds on favorite to win the, the division and the conference are? And the state of the rivalry. The last four games have been a bit split. Is that an aberration or is the rivalry kind of evened out a little bit? You are Locked On Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am Ryan Herring's Locked On Badgers. Thank you for making Locked On Badgers your first listen every single day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, free and available on YouTube. Uh, Guys, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the support, the love, uh, just as we build this Badger community. Uh, Like I said, we're going to have a crossover show with Locked On Gophers. Rob is coming on, great dude. Uh, despite the gopher thing he's a great dude you know we're going to chop it up on some big 10 west stuff so um without further ado here's the show it's good
1: welcome in to the first official crossover between the gophers and wisconsin i'm kane rob host of lockdown golden gophers
0: I'm Ryan Herrings, host of Locked on Badgers, and this is going to be the first of of many, I think, coming up.
1: Absolutely. And hopefully I'll be able to have some bragging rights over you once again this year. But we'll see what happens with that. We're going to jump into this first segment and we're just going to talk about the rivalry here. And is it something that's renewed? Let's look at the perspectives. I mean, how do you view this rivalry, Minnesota and Wisconsin, as a Badger fan? How do you see this rivalry overall?
0: Yeah, so low-key, as as a father, um, I bought my kid a Rand McNally map, like a, a, a puzzle thing, and I took out the Minnesota piece. So for, like, he was growing up actually thinking, like, because you can manipulate your children. And he grew up actually thinking for a while, he's past the stage, but that there was actually nothing there in America. Like, it was a hole and a disaster had <laughs> happened. So that is that kind of answers the question, what I think about the rivalry in, in the broad sense. Um, going to the football side, I think – you know, this is still a rivalry that Wisconsin obviously they won 14 in a row. The last four it's been two and two. You know, it's it's really started to split up a little bit. I still think Wisconsin in this rivalry is the better program and is likely gonna continue, not 14 in a row, that's ridiculous, but continue winning at a higher clip than 5050.
1: You know, you you had your 14 in a row. I knew it was gonna come up. I knew that it was gonna get slipped in there. I thought it might be more braggadocious if we're being honest with ourselves, but yeah. that's the past. And you know what we like to do about the past? We learn from it and we move on. I think this rivalry is absolutely renewed. And speaking of how I feel about Wisconsin, you brought up how your kid couldn't even have Minnesota on the map. Well, I went to school in Wisconsin, my undergrad, I went to Wisconsin. You know what? Every time we crossed that border back into Minnesota, when we'd come up, visit for home or anything like that, we'd be like, you feel that you feel that? feel like I just had a weight lifted off my chest. (laughs) This is absolutely the better state. So we're right there with you. I mean, overall, I think that since Fleck has joined this program, and I'm sure you knew I was going to bring up Mm -hmm. P.J. Fleck, but since he joined our program, these games are competitive once again, and we're not that same old program, the pushover program. And I think that it is absolutely renewed. Now, I'm not going to go on and say that, it's evened out. I think we still have to prove that. I think that we still have to go out and especially this year, take a win. But I think we need to go win a big 10 West in order to really step up and say, we're right back up with Wisconsin. I think having a big 10 West crown will allow us to start talking the trash again, but also putting ourselves in that conversation to be respected. I think we're right there on the verge of it. And we've been showing that. And so I think that this year is a major year and not only is it major because of that, but if the Gophers win this year, which they will,
0: you talk about the division Gophers, or the game,
1: the game, the game, okay. if the Gophers, in Camp win Randall, the game, by the way, yes, yes, I know. I know <laughs> if the Gophers win the game this year in camp Randall, the series overall series will be even. It's mm-hmm. currently sits at 62, 61 and eight. So it's, It's a huge storyline. And I also think that this year's game could likely determine who's going to that big 10 championship. So lots on the line this year and I am just amped for this game.
0: Yeah. You know, it's really interesting to me with Fleck coming in um, and really kind of, of to your point, injecting life into that rivalry. However, I still think if you look at the two programs, the most consistent thing about any of them is Wisconsin's defense, right? In my opinion, it's really the bedrock of, of, it might be the most consistent unit in the Big Ten West in in general. And I think that's where Wisconsin still has a a level of foundation built that Minnesota isn't there yet. And I don't know if you can get there in a year, in five years. I mean, they've really built this over the course of 10 years, you know, that defensive foundation. So I think that's still where Minnesota, you know, Tanner Morgan came in and he played really well. You know, he's he's been inconsistent, but he provided above level, above average, certainly um, quarterback play in the Big Ten West. What's going to happen when he's gone, right? Because that that's the difference. Where Wisconsin think... has survived quarterback transitions because of that defense. I don't know what Minnesota's foundation is.
1: For sure. That makes sense. I think so far our foundation, at least in this time with Fleck, has actually been our run game and how that has just been so consistent across all of these years. But I know we want to get back to the passing. We want to get at least more of a balanced approach. We saw what happened with the Gophers in 2019, and now we're bringing that offensive coordinator back, hoping to kind of balance the scales. And that's been stressed all of this spring program. Now, if you ask the Gophers fans right now, what happens when Tanner Morgan leaves, you're going to get probably about 75% of Gophers fans saying, please let him leave because they're super excited, not only for a new fresh face, but Ethan Kayakmanis is our backup right now. He earned the backup job in the spring program, four-star kiddies, one of the highest recruits that we've had join mm-hmm. the program in our time. And this spring program was actually fascinating to watch. He's got, Fantastic zip on the ball. He's he let it get away from him a little bit on the deep balls, but overall you saw excitement. You saw things that Tanner Morgan isn't able to do. And like people are just it's it's just like watching the teams in the NFL or the NBA or anything like that that are dominant for a long time. And then you see people get sick of them and they want a new champion, they want a new contender, and they want to get off of those bandwagons. That's how Gophers fans are feeling about Tanner Morgan pretty much here is We've seen him for six years and we want him gone. Like we, we don't need him anymore. So I think the bedrock has been our running game, but I think that ever since our defensive coordinator, Joe Rossi has come to the program as well. Our defense has really shifted into a great category. I think overall we saw last year how we were mm-hmm. top three in total defense, top 10 in rush defense, top eight in pass defense. And I, we lost a lot of pieces, but even speaking with Coach Joe Rossi or in our show I had with Ryan Burns this week, the defense is actually super intriguing. And although last year our front seven was our strength, this year it looks like our D-backs and our back seven is going to be the heavy strength. And so it's super exciting to at least see the defensive consistency starting to show itself. Well,
0: there's definitely been NFL guys coming off that Gophers roster on the defensive side that we haven't seen you know previously mm-hmm. to this regime. So there's there's certainly truth there. Um, bringing it back to the rivalry itself, you mentioned not just having to kind of beat Wisconsin and it, whether it's this year or if you beat them again next year, but you also mentioned having to win the, the the division at some point, right? Right. If you're going in the, in the next three or four or five years, what is the timeline for PJ Fleck where he has to win a division title? Like it's, it's not this year, but what if he doesn't win one in three years or four years?
1: Honestly, from my perspective, and I'm I'm thinking from a lot of fans perspective, it's hard to want to move away from Fleck, seeing the culture that he's built here, the absolute change that he's built here, and the presence. I mean, even the presence of fans at the game, it just feels different. It feels exciting. And there's just an attitude and a swagger about ourselves, even though it's not like the word swagger is, an interesting word it's not something you would think of with pj fleck but it's that chip on the shoulder kind of attitude that if he's revitalized the hope and the energy and i feel like it would be very hard to push him out even if he wasn't up winning a division i think overall as long as he is having a team that is in contention for that division you're not going to see him leaving or being forced out at least if anything i think him leaving would be more of a worry than us forcing him out.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. What's 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 the risk factor there?
1: You know, I think with that recent extension on top of, it just seems like he's really built in and it feels like he's been able to build his own thing here. I mean, I don't know how many other places, especially taking the next step, like what? where do you go from here? I, you're in the Big 10, which is one of the best conferences. Uh, most people would probably call it the second best conference. You and I, we'd, we'd go to bat and call it the best conference, but most people would, okay. The sec maybe is above us. Well, even in the sec, you're not going to want to go to a program that's a bottom feeder in the sec. So you're only really looking at those top, top jobs, but are they going to offer you the same type of thing that Minnesota is where you can build this thing exactly how you want to brand it with your row, the boat and show us where to go. You know what I mean? So I think it would take a lot to pull them away. Um, So, I mean, overall, we've kind of touched on, I believe the rivalry is there. We've both got a little perspective on if it's fully, fully back, but we'll have more to talk about that this upcoming season. Now, as we are going to talk about this upcoming season, we're going to talk about the Big Ten West. And coming up next, we're going to talk about does the Big Ten West get too much flack. And I think that our takes might catch you by surprise. But first let's talk about our friends over at built bar. Built bar is that amazing bar protein bar that tastes better than a candy bar. You can replace your candy bars with it. Now tastes better might be a stretch. Maybe let's say tastes equal with candy bars, but it's better for you. It has less calories, less net carbs and less sugar on top of having 17 to 19 grams of protein. Now, I bought myself a pack of the Variety Pack just to get all these flavors tried out and tell you which ones are the best ones, in my opinion. And this week, it was Cherry barcia, the perfect hint of chocolate mixed with that fruity goodness out of this world. So if you like fruit and you like chocolate, you need to check out the Cherry barcia at Built Bar. And now's the time to do it. You can use promo code LOCKED15 with your next order to save 15% off. Again, go to built.com and use locked 1515 for 15% off your order at built.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. All right, so let's do it. Let's let's jump in and talk about the Big Ten West. Now, I've talked about this on the Locked On Golden Gophers podcast briefly in a smaller segment. I think we're disrespected. I think that we get too much flack and we don't get enough love. But I want to know what your feelings on this are, Ryan. What are you thinking? Do you think the Big Ten West gets hate on too much, or what what do you think?
0: Yeah, so Kane, you and I have known each other for um, I don't know a good week at this point. Yep. I have yep. really never disagreed with you more on anything. I, I think All the big right. 10 West is adequately ranked. And I think that the criticism that it gets is appropriate. I really do. And, and I hate saying that I didn't used to think that by the way, um, I've come onto this uh, kind of the last couple of years. Here's, here's the problem. I think it's a ceiling thing. And I think that's what people talk about, right? If you look in the big 10, Ohio state, Michigan, Penn state perception or not those three, those three schools are it for the big 10 in terms of what schools have the ceiling to potentially make a run. And if you even take it a step further, I see you're about to say something, but if you even take it a step further, Michigan (laughs) state's the only other school in the big 10 that's got to that, that playoff stage, they got whooped by Alabama, but the, the, the West has been shut out. And quite frankly, for the most part, they haven't gotten that close. Right. And I think it's a ceiling thing. I think it's a quarterback thing, right? The big 10 West has not produced quarterbacks at a level um, that allows it to compete at the, the highest level of football. Now, consistency top to bottom, the Big Ten West has, has done very well in an overall like win-loss type of record. But I think the context behind that is they play each other to some degree, and they, they beat up on maybe the drags in other areas because they're solid football teams, but the ceiling isn't there. And I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes from.
1: All right, two things. Two things I have to jump on right away with that. Is first off, outside of pro players, what has Penn State done – that puts them up in that upper echelon in recent memory. I mean, besides churning out pros, which yes, that's nice and lovely, but the program itself has struggled and probably been a little bit worse, in my opinion, than Wisconsin, than Iowa, and even Minnesota. If you're looking at just the last handful of years so i mean i just can't get with it with it on penn state i think people just love them so much because they have chris godwin and saquon barkley yep. and a bunch of flame yeah. outs too that we don't want to get
0: and hamler <laughs> right right yep absolutely but let me let me address that quick and then just really quickly i think it's again it goes to ceiling they have the ability the facilities and the financial backing to to recruit at a certain level that allows them to it, listen, things have to come together, and it has, I'm not a fan of James Franklin. I think he's a terrible in-game coach, Um, but they have a ceiling that I don't think any team in the, in the West has, if that makes sense.
1: Okay. Okay, well, and then my second thing for you. Now, take, yes, we'll compare to the Big Ten East, but comparing it to the rest of the divisions across football, looking at the ACC, looking at the Pac-12, looking at even the the middle tiered teams in the mm-hmm. sec we don't like to i personally don't like to jump into the sec because you know what some of those fans are going to tune in and they're just going to chirp and chirp and chirp yep. we don't got time for that yep. so but the acc the pac 12 the big 12 how do they all are they also in that tier above to you or do you think that those guys are equal or worse than the big 10 west
0: yeah that's a great question like so the pac 12 is, is- Generally, pretty terrible outside of Oregon, right? And and, and yeah. but I would never put the Pac-12 above the the Big Ten West. Um, you know the ACC has been a one a one horse show for a decade, right? Right. Um, until maybe Miami gets back with Crystal Ball. But you know the Big Ten West can compete with all those schools. You it's outside of a Clemson, outside of maybe a few, outside of an Oklahoma in the Big Twelve, right? Right. I, you know. I, that's where the big 10 West is is strong. And I think that's where your point is a lot of validity there. There's a lot of consistency and a lot of tough teams and a lot of winning football programs in the West, right? I was obviously uh, Wisconsin, you know, Minnesota the last couple of years, you know, had a 11 win season. Again though, I think it comes back to the ceiling is capped in the West, which makes it hard for people to, to give it a lot of praise. It's just very difficult to look at any team in the big 10 West, in my opinion. And, and I hate this, right? Like, but nobody <laughs> looks at that. Wisconsin and says, Realistically, that that's a national championship caliber program because we can't figure a quarterback play like most 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 teams in the West. So, I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes from. And I haven't seen teams moving in a direction that really fixes that either.
1: I get that. My biggest thing is if you're looking at the winning percentage. I mean, let's take mm-hmm. out let's take out those top top tiers. So we're getting rid of Clemson. Take them out of sure. the ACC. We're getting rid of Oklahoma. Take them out of the Big Twelve. I mean, you get rid of those top tier programs. Bama, Georgia, like those are the teams we're always seeing in the playoffs. So yes, if we're constantly comparing to that right now, the big 10 West schools are not able to compare to those type of rosters, but you go and you look at UCLA, Texas, USC, UNC, Miami, Wake Forest. I would take one of our three schools over all of those schools, majority of times and our winning percentage over the last three years has been better than every single one of those mm-hmm. schools, just those top three schools. So then you take the next step and you look at Oregon, you look at Utah, you look at Baylor, you look at Oklahoma State. I think that we are right there with those type of programs. So I feel like, yes, if you're, if you're talking about the ceiling, you're talking about college football playoffs and can you win a national championship, then yes, I understand why there's hesitancy on giving the Big Ten West some legitimacy because we haven't even gotten to the playoffs really in any time recently, you know what I mean? But if you're looking at the overall caliber, I think we need to get more respect. I think we need more love. I mean, Wisconsin put up a heck of a fight against Oregon in the Rose Bowl, and Mm -hmm. some many would say should have taken that game. I mean, Utah, Utah played against Ohio State, and they gave them a good run. But, I mean, Ohio State won out. You've got Baylor. You've got Oklahoma State. Those teams are really good, and they're constantly getting talked up by the analysts out there i feel like wisconsin gets a lot of love you know you guys get more love than us or iowa over there yeah i feel like us and iowa need more respect which brings more legitimacy to the big 10 west
0: i agree with that so i i I actually really like your last point there um a a rising tide lifts all boats right so you know iowa getting more hype uh, minnesota getting more hype nebraska being good for for once in a a decade you know a bowl team would would help um (laughs) You know, so I think we're almost at a point where we're arguing uh, floor and ceiling a little bit, because I I very much agree with you. I think that the floor on these Big Ten teams, it's proven out, right? That They're they're a more consistent football division than a lot of the schools we've talked about, 100%. You know, Texas will still be ranked higher than any Big Ten West team next year, probably, to start the season, right? And they're going to win five games. So I'd like a hundred percent agree with you on that. Right. A hundred percent. The consistency in some of these programs and the style of football lends itself to that consistency in the big 10 West. Um, I just struggle at times again, to not to go back to it and be the dead horse, but until more consistent quarterback play really starts to happen at these programs in the West. And that's obviously Wisconsin included. Um, I struggled to, to say, you know, to really push back heavily on all the, a lot of the criticism because really what, what's the last great big 10 West quarterback that we can think of? Like I was, I was just before the show, I didn't do any research on this. Like, so I'm not trying to put you on the spot either. Cause I, no, 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 for sure. I drew a blank. The last, I mean, great if one. I
1: had to, if I had to throw out a great one, I'm going to have to go with your guy, Russell Wilson over there. And that's a decade ago.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that's a problem. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think the quarterback play, I understand. I understand where you're going from. And I feel like we actually are kind of on the same page, Mm -hmm. though you came out hot saying you completely disagree. I've only known you for a week. So we haven't had a
0: chance to really agree or disagree on much. So it's a a small (laughs) sample size.
1: (laughs) But no, I think we're kind of on the same page there. But I think getting to the playoffs, one of of those three teams, getting to the playoffs will bring more – more respect to our division. Mm-hmm. So that's gotta be the next thing.
0: Yeah. And I would say this too, Wisconsin was close in 2017. They, they were close. They've had some shots. Um, but but you know again, what
1: they say close is only good. Yeah. And... Or shoot. <laughs> <good aims>. No, <laughs> yep. it,
0: it's certainly true. Uh, certainly true. All right, guys coming up. Um, we're, we kind of hashed out where we thought the big 10 West, um, the respect level. I, I actually think we can, like Kane said, I think we kind of came to a spot where we're generally in the same spot. Um, we're going to talk a little bit coming up about bet online release some odds for the big 10 west yeah, the big 10 in general who's going to win the conference and we really want to hash it out if you had a, a, a little bit of money a lot of bit of money whatever you want to do where would you put your money next year on the big 10 given the odds um and first we also want to talk about today's show brought to you by bet online bet online is your number one source for all your sports betting news and information um And and sports news in general, where the next coach is going to go, you know, what's happening on the injury front. It is an easy use website, a great place to go for all your knowledge and information. And it's a great time to do it. Baseball's ramping up. You know, now we have a a good set of data to figure out where you where maybe you think uh, the Braves are about to ramp back up now that Ronald Acuna is back. You know, the Brewers have started out hot, you know, wherever you want to go with that. The NBA playoffs are happening. A great time. If you if you're on that Milwaukee uh, Bucks bandwagon after seeing Drew Holiday last night, great time to put a few bucks down on that. So it's a great time to do this, guys. They have an easy-to-use website. Uh, head over to Bet Online. Um, it's head over to Bet Online. Uh, head to the website to use your mobile device. Learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Ken. I want to bring you back in on this one. Uh, Bet Online released all the Big Ten odds for the the conference championship. Uh, we both have them. I want to just say, if you had a sum of money, where would you put all your money next year, considering Ohio State is the Far and away favorite, not gonna give you much payout. Wisconsin is 10 to one. Uh, Minnesota's 28 to one. Is there is it gonna be one of those three schools? Is there something else that stands out to you?
1: I mean, you're gonna call me a homer, but if I am putting money on the line, I'm going with Minnesota, not because I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna win. We but looking at those odds, man, the disrespect is 28 real. 28 to
0: 1 is real.
1: 28 to one. They have us just looking at the West alone behind Wisconsin behind nebraska behind iowa behind purdue we're fifth in the west that is just unrealistic if anything i believe we're top three contender in the west and typically it'll be with wisconsin and iowa but i just pulled up the schedules real quick iowa takes on iowa state this year Mm -hmm. not an easy game michigan ohio state on top of then you take on your Big Ten West rivals. So you come in with Purdue, Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Nebraska to close the year. That's a difficult schedule. So mm-hmm. then you let's move over to Nebraska. Nebraska's got Oklahoma this year. They've got Michigan on the calendar. And then you've also got your Big Ten West schedule. I mean, these guys aren't playing schedules that are far and away easy. They've got some tough games whereas minnesota doesn't see ohio state this year we don't see michigan this year and besides our rivalry games with iowa and wisconsin the games that stand on our schedule is michigan state and penn state now michigan state kicks off the big 10 play for us so that's a major game but if even if you drop that game then you're looking at purdue you're looking at kind of those easier more cleanup games so to speak where we can start building up the momentum when we close with Iowa and Wisconsin. So I think that the disrespect is crazy on these odds. And so that's where I'd put my money, even if I wasn't being a homer.
0: Yeah. I I, listen. I think you make some good points. 28 to one is harsh. Like that, that those are steep odds for a team that over the last four years has really been one of the better teams in the big 10 West. I, I would look again, I think, if I had money and I had to actually put something, I'm just going to put it on Ohio state and I'm going to just going to say my, my payout's going to be lessened. Right. That's That's where realistically, if I'm living in my real life, if I have a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, I'm just going to put it on Ohio state. Right. Um, (laughs) If if we take them out of it, uh, I struggle like Wisconsin has the second best odds. I really struggle with it because not only do they have to go to Ohio state in week four, which is, which is a very obviously tough matchup, um, but the quarterback class hasn't been solved yet. So Mm -hmm. I, Iowa 20 to one is interesting to me. You know, I was typically really solid. Those are really good odds. Minnesota. I would never in my life put money on Minnesota because I couldn't bring myself <laughs> to run for them. Uh, but the 28 to one is interesting. I would probably go Iowa. If if I really had to make a non OSU decision, given the way that program typically plays their schedule, their crossovers are a little lighter this year. Nebraska's crossovers outside of Michigan are pretty light. Um, but y- I don't know how you can trust Nebraska. That's where I want to go next with you.
1: Right. Right. How is, no, I'm, Go ahead. ahead.
0: Yeah, ESPN, the FPI, which is obviously a predictive model, it's not people doing it, but predicts the Nebraska to win the Big Ten West. The Nebraska's odds to win the conference are are fourteen to one, higher than Iowa, Minnesota, uh, markedly higher than Minnesota. At what point are people going to stop buying the the Scott Frost hype train?
1: I I don't know. Like I I just don't get it. I mean, yes, we can be hyped about the coach, but doesn't the coach have to do something and put something on the field in order for you to really? emphasize and say yep it's time to buy in i mean three and nine last season it's not like they were even 500 last year and they gave you all these flashes and like you said they have a kind of weaker schedule this year but they still play oklahoma they still play michigan they still got us they still got wisconsin they still got iowa Mm -hmm. so i mean that's five games right there if you take five losses you're not winning the big 10 west so i don't understand how they are putting them in the lead in so many instances and occasions I need to see more before I would ever sniff that line.
0: Right. And I mean, the Oklahoma game wouldn't count as a conference loss, but you could still get beat up from it. Like Oklahoma's going to boat race them. I mean, probably. You know, it's just interesting to me. They they brought in a a really good trans, supposedly really good transfer quarterback in Casey Thompson from Texas. Um, Mm -hmm. Adrian's gone. I thought, I always thought he was an anchor for that program, like a very flashy player, but he made losing plays all the time. But again, they won one conference game last year. Like, they won one conference game last year. Like, stop it. They haven't been to a bowl just, game in five years.
1: It, the people that are putting all that money on Nebraska right now are the same people that put all that money on the Lakers in the NBA. You know what? You're buying into hype yes, and not player. really into what you're seeing on the field or the court. So, absolutely wild. Now, if you're looking at these odds, are there any teams in that bottom area that you would even think would sniff competitiveness like indiana illinois maryland northwestern Rutgers are any of those even worth a shot to you you know the
0: interesting one is uh so that's a great question you know so Rutgers is 200 to 1 i'm just looking at now northwestern is 150 to 1 maryland and illinois are each 100 to one uh let's immediately scratch off Rutgers and maryland because they play in the east right immediately that's not happening let's scratch off illinois because brett bieland is there um (laughs) so that leaves northwestern and northwestern playing in the West sneakily has this pattern. If you go back a while um, with Nebraska, our Northwestern's program, it's like two kind of mediocre years and one good year, a bad year and a good year. Like they really always have these bounce back seasons programmed into them. If you're going to lay five bucks, you could do way worse than Northwestern 150 to one in the
1: West. That's fair. That's fair. And you know what? I mean, that's a great point. and they have a great coach. I mean, mm-hmm. Fitzgerald is a great coach, and you know what? That's the perfect segue to kind of wrap this thing up is coaches. The Big Ten is full of great coaches. Mm-hmm. and the next crossover we do for all of you, hopefully you love this episode and you're ready to tune in for more. The next one is we are going to rank these big 10 coaches. We might go to bat, we might go to war, or we might agree. We'll find out soon. That'll be the next crossover, but it's been great chatting with you, Ryan. I mean, I never expect to have a great chat with a Badgers fan, but this one will be, uh, maybe it's near the, ex- the exception. You can be the exception for Badgers Possibly. And right Keep in mind,
0: <laughs> it's off season and we haven't played that's any true. games yet. Like wait that's until, true. just <laughs> let's pump the brakes on whether or not either of us are going to be exceptions, but no, I had a great time king, man. <laughs> man. I really appreciated it.
1: All right. So that's going to do it for us here. It was great, and I can't wait till the next crossover. We'll have more news for you on ideas for the season and this rivalry, not only on the field, but between Locked On here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a great rest of the day, and make sure you tune in next week.
0: Thanks, guys. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to Locked On Badgers. I hope you enjoyed the crossover show. Uh, more of that to come, not just with Locked On Gophers, but with some other Locked On hosts. Um, thank you, as always, guys, for making Lockdown Badgers your first listen every single day. Um, we really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate the support. And, and like I said, as we build this community. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown uh, Badgers. And you can also email the show at lockdownbadgers@gmail.com. gmail.com. You can find the show wherever you get podcasts. Uh, feel free to like, listen, or listen, leave a review, subscribe both on YouTube and uh, in the podcast form. Uh, it really does help the show, guys. So thank you so much. And we'll talk again next uh, on the next show.